Well, what's up, folks? It is Thursday night, and or Friday even Thursday night for those who like to keep track of the days of the week. And yes, it is about 93 degrees down here in Tampa, Florida, which summer has arrived and does not leave until late November. So if those who don't like the hot weather down here, you can always make a short hop, skip and a jump back up north and enjoy the cool temperatures because it will get hot everywhere here momentarily. But nevertheless, speaking about getting hot, we have one of the best guys that we can ever think of having on the show, not only because of the heat that he brings during the Eagle season, but that he continues even during the off season. And yes, we're talking about Dave Spadaro, the Eagles insider, and you guys can follow him on social media. Also find his best work at PhiladelphiaEagles.com. And I've been thinking for a while, what good song would be for Dave and for the entire city. And yes, we'll even do another song for him. But I'm kind of thinking, what would be good? And the only reason why I'm bringing this up, because there's going to be another point, too, where it's going to make sense on why I bring this particular song up. But because we have to mention this before we do anything else. Yes, YouTube, before you decide to flag me, this is available on a public domain. And it is Daft Punk, the actual band. So I want to play this and then roll into our regular intro. But this will make sense as soon as you guys start to hear it. So once again, I already know what's going to happen because YouTube is already going to flag the video just because it's the way it works with YouTube because God forbid you want to have fun with everybody else. But besides that, that's exactly what we're planning to have tonight. And by the way, we will take a moment of silence for the children, the parents, the teachers for Rob Elementary School down here in Texas. Uh, as we enjoy to have fun tonight, we also got to remember the fallen. And just as school is coming to a close, the last thing that you want is to see your child not live their full life. So we will take a moment once we bring the entire gang here on the screen. But again, if you guys are just joining in, Dave Spadaro will be with us here momentarily as we plan to have fun with him, with Ryan. And I do see Aaron Bell coming back as well, even though we don't want to talk Sixers talk with Aaron. But tonight, he's an Eagles fan because that's what we're talking this evening. So with all that being said, it is episode 137. I'm Angel and welcome to Broad Street South. And yes, we know him as the Godfather, but uh, it's not the really uh, real Marlon Brando, but it's an expected thing. It is Mike Fuji, the Godfather. One day, just one day, when I pull the other way, everybody's going to see you dancing and put your arms in the air. Fuji, what's going on tonight? How are you, sir? Happy Friday, everyone. Angel, how are you? Dave Spadaro tonight. Let's get this Eagles show rocking. 
105 days to kick off. Let's get it going. How are you? I'm doing just fine down here in Tampa, Florida, where we are celebrating another round to the Eastern Conference Finals with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know that's not what you want to hear, but hopefully the Flyers will get themselves in a situation finally to get back there other than gritty because it seems like the only money they're spending on is just on a goofy mascot, but whatever. That's what the Flyers do. But speaking about goofy mascots, which he isn't a goofy mascot, but he is from the cheap seats, it is Ryan Neff. Ryan, how are you? I'm Ryan Neff. It's great to be with you this evening. Bougie, Angel, Dave Spadaro tonight. Let's uh, let's get into the to the crux of the Eagles and what's going on. Yes, sir. And there's going to be plenty of it. And also from the host of Open Gym Podcast, the man, the rice for Philadelphia SN, and always on the move. It is Aaron Bell. Aaron, welcome back to the show. Now becoming a staple part of the show here. Hey, man, what's going on? I'm just oh, glad hey, to dude. be back. You know. Uh, I know I'm not here talking sixes. I'm just here as a fan, as a as an observer. Dave Spadero tonight, Eagles fan. You see the banner in the back. I'm ready to go. What's going on, fellas? Doing good, thanks. All right. All right. Now, as I bring the man here to the main stage, I guess, even though we are on camera, but before I do that, as I do with everyone else, and I want to bring up the social media here because you guys can, you can follow Dave Spadero. And as you can see, he doesn't follow many people, but you know why? Because he keeps it professional and he keeps it where he makes sure he keeps his friends closer and his other friends, not like the Cowboys, even closer than that. But with that being said, it is Dave Spadaro. You guys can follow him at Dave Spadaro, also at Eagles Insider as I flip over to this side here. So you guys do not miss a thing as we do, as we follow both here on social media. So you guys don't miss a thing from the Philadelphia Eagles. And if you can't get enough of that, well, just switch on over to PhiladelphiaEagles.com. And momentarily, you will see Dave's picture coming up here. Because again, the man burns the oil at both ends on season, off season. It's just incredible. And it's the first time that I will say that we've ever had any kind of walk on music. So I'm going to take away from this screen at the moment. I'm going to load something up here because you normally hear this at the link, but I thought how appropriate is it that we could have it for the man himself, Dave. So let me switch the screens back up here again. So you guys can join in because you know, you love this song. And it's the first time I believe in any kind of podcast history that we have walk on music for someone. So here is ACDC. Once again, YouTube. Now, in case that doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. And by the way, Dave doesn't know, but this was actually recorded live at the link. And it was for Dave when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. And speaking about the man himself, here he is, Dave Spadaro. Dave, how are you this evening? I'm, I'm great, Angel. Thank, hey, guys, thank you for having me on. Walk-up music, I've never had that before. So I'm ready to go, man. 
I, I like Fuji's off the chain, so I'm I'm ready to catch up to Fuji with his energy. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm, th- I'm, I'm glad you support Philadelphia sports and the Eagles all Thank around you. the country, and it's so cool, man. And I, I really am very honored to be here. So let's let's get it rolling, man. Let's talk Eagles. Yes, indeed. And and like I said in the very beginning here, I want to mention two things before we get the show rolling and getting Fuji fired up because again, his his best friend Harry Rosen might be calling in tonight, so we're going to save that one. But we want to remember not only. Uh, obviously the kids, the parents, the teachers from Rob Elementary. Uh, so I want to put that up there as their hashtag up there from Rob Elementary School. Also for Katie Navarro, who they are going to have uh, a fundraiser for her. Also a huge Eagles fan. So if you guys don't mind, take about two seconds here for both to recognize, uh, unfortunately, things that we don't want to see in life, but it's a part of life. So two seconds here for both Katie and for Rob Elementary School. And if you guys, if you go to the website as well, you see, and a matter of fact, to make it easier here, because they did open up a fund for the school itself. So if you guys see it right there on your screen, UCISD.net slash Rob, they did open up a fundraiser and also a donation because it's the unfortunate thing to have to bury 22 people, and especially seven, eight, and nine-year-olds. Any life is too much to lose. But if you guys can, go to the website, make the donation what you possibly can and make it a little bit easier on the school, which they have a lot to deal with. And it's sinful to think exactly what ended up happening. But again, it's a crazy world that we live in. But now, I do want to bring up the very first thing, other than other things, and I'll bring up the reason why I brought up Daft Punk a little bit earlier. But there is a particular note, Dave. From what I understand, that hangs somewhere either around your desk and or somewhere around your, I'll call it a locker because you, you have to have one down here with the Eagles organization. But I believe this looks familiar to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's in my office. Um, that, that, yeah, that was Kevin Cooney did that back in, said that back in like 2000, I guess, early 2000s. Um, thinking that, you know, I would have, as a team guy, I would have so much influence that you really wouldn't get the real story about the Philadelphia Eagles. So it was really one of the greatest things anybody's ever said about me. Was I, I, I had it, you know, prepared and put it on my wall, and I love it. So um, if I'm a threat, you know, please. I'm all, all my job is is to keep Eagles fans excited and get the message from the team out, and I've been doing it for a long, long time. I love it, and, I mean, if that's a threat to Kevin, hey, and your journalism, uh, then it's a shame on them. But I don't, I don't think it's turned out to be that way. It's actually been so much super fun. And win, lose, or draw, you know, I know that Eagles fans are so hungry for anything they can get about the football team and the message they can get from the team. And that's my job is to deliver it in a variety of ways, whether it's podcast or social media. By the way, my um, Instagram is my best social media, the Eagles Insider. Um, and and at, at games, at events, uh, that's where I met you all at an event we had a couple of weeks ago at the stadium. No, listen, but it, again, Dave, the, the difference is though, is that there's, and we hear many broadcasters are going to be wrong. A lot of guys who end up working with different teams with the NFL. I think the difference between you and me, what Kevin was, was relating to as well, is that you actually do your homework. You do your due diligence. Like you find out everything that you need for the fan. And and I know you being a fan of the Eagles themselves. And, and I, for me, I would say, especially that we're grateful that you are part of the Eagles organization because you bring the facts and the way you talk about this team 
no matter how either good they're doing or how bad they're doing, you always find that happy medium in between to make sure that you're not showing, you know, you could come on and, and people can, you know, we always have, we always hear the word Homer. You could always come on and say something like, oh, this team sucks or this happens like this, but you always find a way to put things so eloquently that even when the Eagles are at their worst, you find a way to find them at their best. So I want to thank you for doing that because again, thank when you. we follow your articles, when we follow your game day specials, everything that you do, it's so uplifting because you don't, to us, it doesn't seem like you try hard. It's just, it's a natural thing. And it's hard to see that from broadcasters. Well, thank you, Angel. And um, believe me, I've been called a homer and things, many things worse over the years. <laughs> and I do, I do recognize that as we took that moment of silence that, you know, we're talking about football and it's entertainment and it's fun. And that's the way I've always treated it. So um, I really enjoy my thing. My gig has been great. Uh, Hope to do it for many more years and hope we can celebrate one more time um, starting in 2022. Well, there is a video that I'm going to play a little bit later on. I'm going to kind of let the round table here go around with as far as with the questions, but there's a video I want to play later on. And the reason why I'm playing this and my producer was over in the next room. And by the way, we are live from the LG direct sales solution studios here in Tampa, Florida. She might go a little bit nuts because the last time we played it, it, it had a couple of hiccups. Hopefully this time it won't, but I will say this much. You are one of the guys that I wish that I was next to when the Eagles won it all, just because, again, how you bring this team so far forward for everyone that I would love to have been right next to you celebrating with the birds and everyone else. So tonight, I guess I can end up reliving that moment back in, in Super Bowl 52 and then play the video so we can all enjoy it here and just have the one last time before the Eagle season gets underway. But I will start out with this one here. Jalen Hurts, and, and we hear this over and over and over again, and it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. You keep hearing from different media sources, and I'm not even going to say who they are, but you hear from different media sources that one is Jalen Hurts, you know, they, they put all the weapons around him, and Howard Roseman did a great job during the draft and, and leading up to before the mini camps come around. But did they build up for him, and now it's for him to lose. Then the next week is, Oh, Jalen Hurts is just—he's not going to be who the think the Eagles think they're going to be, and it keeps flip-flopping. Me last year, I stuck up for the man because I believe that he can be that Super Bowl that we need here in Philly. So, you having the most insight in the clubhouse with the team—what are your thoughts on Jalen Hurts, and what do you expect from him this season? Yeah, I mean, I—I I, I don't. It's not based on anything that anybody outside is saying because I don't care what anybody outside of saying, nor does anybody with the Eagles care what the outside world is saying. Um, and we have a, a group of skilled position players that are really good now with A.J. Brown um, on, on the team um, with some fortification at tight end. The offensive line is really strong. And I think that Jalen made strides last year. And then we got to the playoffs and he struggled against a team that took away the run. And ultimately, that is going to happen. We, look, I've been a Philly since the days of Randall and Michael Vick and Donovan and Carson, who was very mobile. And ultimately, you know, Randall probably didn't have the pieces around him, but wasn't good enough from the pocket. Michael Vick really wasn't good enough from the pocket. Donovan, absolutely good enough from the pocket. And if, if Donovan McNabb were the Eagles quarterback right now, the Eagles would be the Super Bowl favorites. Um, and so what Jalen has to prove is that he can win from the pocket. Now, look, during the regular season, the Eagles will slice and dice and, and mix it up and attack defenses in a bunch of different ways. And Jalen's multi-purpose skills, his multi-dimensional skills, very much an advantage. 
But ultimately, teams will take away that run and Jalen will have to win from the pocket. And that's something that he knows he's got to get better at. That's something the team knows. It has to scheme better to give him opportunities, throwing lanes, vision. Um, and so that's the big test for Jalen, taking that next step. You know, the great ones, the Russell Wilsons, who's got great mobility, right? He wins from the pocket. Lamar Jackson has not been able to win from the pocket. Um, Kyler Murray has not been able to win from the pocket. So at the end of the day, in my opinion, quarterbacks have to win from the pocket. This is this is not this season is not a everything is about Jalen kind of season um, because it, we all know that it looks one way on paper right now it it very rarely goes the way you think it's going to go in May June July we'll see but certainly the Eagles have done a really nice job working around Jalen building things up around him he's worked very hard everybody loves Jalen and we want to see him have great success if Jalen Hurts is playing great football. The Eagles are winning a ton of games, and that's what it's all about. And there's one thing I want to flip it over to before I turn over to Fuji, because again, he's fired up, and I know he's he's dying to ask 50 million questions. But there was a, a priest that, that came up on the Eagles website, and it talked about them trying to now branch out over to and identifying uh, Australia, New Zealand, and Ghana as emerging markets for the league. And, it, and I, I picked up on this today. Uh, for those who want to read it there on the screen, you can see it. Also, you can go to philadelphiaeagles.com and see it firsthand as well. But I wanted to bring something up because in case, which is ironic as I'm watching this, we here at Broad Street South, as I bring up the map, as you see there, if I can get over this screen here, there's Australia. So if you guys need to the help there from Australia and then there's Africa, we, we got you covered. Because the, we have Eagles fans that listen to the show over <laughs> through Kenya and over in Australia as well. So, and uh, as you can see over in South America and, and all over the U.S., not like you guys obviously need to help, Dave. But, you know, we wanted to kind of throw that up there because it's ironic that I saw. And then I, you know, for us, the, the following that we have is actually pretty neat. So I just thought it was, it was kind yeah. of hand in hand with you coming on tonight. Yeah, no, I think it's great. And we can use all the help that we can get. And it's kind of going to take a lot of different factors to build the NFL into a global game. It's a tough sport for the international community to understand. Soccer obviously is much more global. Basketball, much more global. So, you know, the NFL is trying to become a, a global entity. And, you know, we, we've made a really great um, inroads in, in London, um, throughout the UK. Uh, there have been in the past some efforts in Germany that have been successful. The, Eagles, the NFL is playing in Germany this year. South America, there's some games. So, <coughs> pardon me, you know, rolling it out to Ghana, there's obviously we, the Eagles have a presence on the roster from Australia led by Jordan Mailata, New Zealand. We'll see. It's going to take a long time. And um, to use my dad joke, we'll see how long it's going to take to become <laughs> 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 to, make, to make the Eagles, to see a bunch of Eagles fans in Ghana. Well, look at to Be honest with you. I just want to. I just want to get some road trips out of it too, man. I want to go over there listen, and yeah. help the education. Right. That'd be, that would be fun. That, that would yeah. be a lot of fun, especially Australia. Australia is already a party within itself and, and things will hopefully yeah. get back to normal there as well. But that, that would be, I think for Eagles fans in Australia would be something else. I, I, I'm, that would be probably as crazy uh, well, Mexico is not going to happen. I think Eagles fans anywhere is crazy. It is. They were, when I will tell you this much, when they came down here in 2018, 
year after winning the Super Bowl, and Nick was obviously on the team back then. I can't tell you how much, and, and I say this very sarcastically, how the Florida fans could not stand the chant by Saturday morning because when they arrived on Thursday and they arrived on Friday at Clearwater on the beach alone, you could not walk five feet or pass by a hotel without hearing the Eagles chant. And for me, it was great because it was like being back at home, even though I live down here now, but it was like being at home and you could just hear people, ah, oh, Again, uh, yeah, you're going to hear it all weekend long. And even when yeah. they were losing, still at the stadium, you can still hear it. So, yeah, the, the Eagles fans travel well. And with yeah. that, I'll flip it over to the Godfather. Okay, Godfather, let's do it. All right, David, I want to thank you for coming on. We do appreciate My it. Pleasure. I want to jump on right in the front office. I believe there was an article that came out this week that about Howie where Jeff Lurie's pretty much just letting Howie run wild with all these – fantastic moves that he's pulling off. Can you touch on that a little? Not really. I mean, I don't, Marcus Hayes wrote what he wrote. Um, if you really think that an owner doesn't have any say on the team, then you really don't know how it works. Um, how he, it's always, always, always been collaborative. How he gets his information from all these different people in the organization. How he's the one who makes decisions, tough decisions, but Jeffrey signs off on, on everything. So, right. uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, I didn't really understand the, the purpose of that article, but I do agree that it's been a real fun off season. It's been a productive off season on paper and how he's made a ton of great moves, but he can only make those moves with the help of those around him. And I think that you can see how impressive the Eagles organization is to other teams because other teams keep coming to the Eagles to take pieces to add to their yeah. – to make assistant general managers yep. in Chicago, in New York, in Pittsburgh, in Cleveland. There's – you know, Andrew Berry is now the general manager. Catherine Raich goes over there with a promotion. So, um, you know, the Eagles are I, – I get it, only one Super Bowl, but from a, a standpoint of kind of year-in, year-out success with Jeffrey, um, it's been pretty impressive. And I, I'll say this. You know, every team goes through that down period. The Eagles went through a really down period. What won the Super Bowl in 17, playoffs in 18, won one game, almost won the second game. Playoffs in 19, lost. Really bad year in 20. And then, so how long did it take to come out of that? Well, it took one year. Eagles back in the playoffs in 21. Now we're looking at a team that's got a lot of pieces in place to have success in 2022. Two first-round draft picks next year. Three picks in the first two rounds the year after that. A young roster. Um, it's going to be, you know, they've been able to navigate the salary cap. So I would say that whatever the Eagles are doing in the front office, led by Howie, is working really well. So those those kinds of articles, you know, I, I get it. It's good clickbait. It's good conversation. But I don't put, I don't, I don't care to um, speculate, and because I know how it runs, and it runs really well in the organization. As far as and running back with Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell. Boston Scott, do you possibly see the Eagles making another pickup before the season kicking off in September? I mean, I think it's always possible. I think running back is the easiest position to add. Um, they don't have the big, big hammer running back that they had last year with Jordan Howard, who, by the way, is still out there. They do have some young running backs they want to take a look at, and and we'll see. But I think I think you need to have four running backs over the course of a 17 game season, and they'd like to see somebody else emerge. Add to that, 
you know, Miles is scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent after the year. Boston Scott is scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent after the year. So there's a lot of moving parts at the running back position. And look, I, I think there's, I, I think as we've seen throughout the offseason and we saw this week, this past week with James Bradbury, there's always a possibility of adding players. So yeah, I think that's a possible thing. But I think for right now, they want to see what they've got. We'll see what happens when the pads go on in training camp. I believe with the defensive schemes now, with all these great parts and how he's done on defense, you know, playing from a 4-3 to a 3-4, you know, I'm sure Jonathan Gannon's just going to mix it up. And Can you dive in and possibly – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I can say I'm sure about anything because the way Jonathan spoke the other day, he said he's going to keep the scheme the same and just hope that the players execute it more. Now, along with that, you want to play to your strengths. The Eagles' strengths—they have some edge rushers like Hassan Reddick, who, you know, are not traditional four-three ends. So how will they? How will they scheme it with Hassan? That's a big question mark. Obviously, they brought him in to rush the quarterback. The Eagles ranked 31st in the NFL last year in quarterback sacks. Um, they have now, I believe, a better set of cornerbacks than they did last year. I think that Bradbury is an upgrade over Steven Nelson. So I think there's – but I think you you attack weaknesses. And, you know, we'll see what he does in week one against Detroit, maybe different than what he does week two against Minnesota. And then what's he going to do against Carson in week three? So I do think what this – what all of these additions, and it's Reddick, and it's Kaiser White, and it's – you know, Jordan Davis and it's Nicobe Dean and it's James Bradbury. It gives the Eagles some ability to be versatile. And I think Jonathan will explore those opportunities. And the return of Brandon Graham is really huge, too. As far as Carson Strong being added as an undrafted free agent, do you possibly see him giving Garner Menchu a run at number two? No. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> maybe some, maybe someday. But no, Gardner Minshew's won. How many games has Gardner Minshew won in the NFL? Yeah, a lot, right? And how many, yeah. how many, how many passes is Carson Strong thrown in his career in the NFL? Zero. Yeah. So do I see him coming vaulting up as an undrafted player to be the number two quarterback on the Eagles? No. I just want to see if he see if he's good enough to make the team. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean. At. I know everybody's in love with him because he had a lot of numbers at Nevada, but, you know, he hasn't done anything in the NFL. <laughs> I'm not one of those, like, guys are going to be stars before before they right. play in the league. I like right. to see him put their uniforms on and see what they do. Absolutely. You know, big, strong kid, big arms, good stuff, but, you know, have to translate to the field. Yeah, Gardner Mitchell is a good quarterback, so I, I don't – yeah, that's not – I mean, maybe he's a three, Carson. Maybe he, maybe he wins a job, but – Let's just make the team first before we start slotting in to the number two. Putting, spot. The, putting the cart before the horse. That's right. I know you're excited about it, Godfather, but I, I don't uh, – <laughs> yeah, like, you know, you, you got to just see what he can do when he gets into camp. Let's, all of this – and by the way, everything – so they're going to open up practice in, for two days when OTAs begin, and everybody's going to make their hot take, do their hot takes. Yep. And right. There's no pads on. There's no contact. It all changes. There was a running back years ago named Lorenzo Booker, and he weighed like 165, 170. And he came over from the Dolphins, and he was so good in training camp, in preseason. And I'm sorry, in offseason, you know, the, all the spring workouts. And while he got to, once he got to the training camp, the pads went on, he was a totally different player. And I remember walking into 
one of our personnel guys' offices. I said, what happened to Lorenzo Booker? And he goes, he holds his hand up and he goes, <laughs> like you can blow into, you can blow him over. You know, that's LA. Mm-hmm, wow. mm-hmm. So all of this stuff, all of these, all of this exciting projections, I get it. It's fun, but it all changes when the pads go on. And to have Gardner Minshew as your number two quarterback, that is a treat. I mean, that is a luxury because he's a, as we saw last year when he had to play, he's still a good quarterback who could start on a lot of teams. Stepped right in and proved it out. Right in. Yeah. So hold off on Carson Strong until he does something, please. <laughs> All right. Now, by the way, I forgot to mention before I I, I have uh, Aaron come in as well. Chris Sack, which is a great friend uh, and also a great friend of the show, he wanted me to let you know to say hi. And he also said he was at the Craft Wine and Beer Festival with you a couple weeks ago there at uh, Citizens Bank Park. Yes, he was. We had a great time. Green Legion podcast. It was a good time. And uh, they're just like you guys. They do a lot of great work and spread the, spread the Eagles love around the country. So we appreciate them. And uh, they're a bunch of great guys. And, and they've really done a good job. So Chris Sack is, a, is a, an A-plus guy. Yeah, he is. It's a lot of fun. I, I love watching him and, and Murph on uh, Bud Light Baseball Brunch because they do another outstanding job yeah. there before before the game. So the guy's always constantly busy, and I try to get him on tonight, but I know he had a he had a film for uh, the upcoming show, so unfortunately he didn't get on there. But I did tell him if he, he has a moment, if he can jump on with us. So maybe yeah. he'll end up chiming in before you end up taking off. But uh, Aaron, if you have a question, sir. Yeah. Uh, great, great seeing you. Great meet you, Dave. Uh, it's Aaron, Open Gym Podcast. Uh I just wanted to touch on, obviously, it's a lot happened this offseason. Um, a lot of new acquisitions defensively, offense. Uh, we know that Jonathan Gannon uh, definitely has to prove himself, essentially, now that he has the adequate weapons to be able to do what he said he's able to do. But I'm going to stick to the offense because we all know it starts and ends with the quarterback. Um, Jalen Hurts, come this coming year, with all the added weapons, we already know one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. Uh, young, getting younger, uh, uh, A.J. Brown, uh, Demonte Smith, Dallas Goddard, a lot of weapons that can be utilized and really make a run at this thing this year. I just wanted to get from you, uh, what is your real uh, realistic expectations for uh, Jalen Hurts this year? And then also, um, what do you need to see for you? Obviously, the, the uh, Eagles have to make their own decisions, but what do you have to see for you to make you say, uh, this is my quarterback going forward as far as uh, this season? Well, yeah, I'll answer. Let me first touch on Jonathan because I, I want to make sure that, you know, people understand Jonathan. Um, whatever you think of him, last year the Eagles allowed 18 or fewer points in 10 games. And I know that you can talk about the quarterbacks they played and all that, but that was the most in the league. So that's pretty damn good. All right. And that defense was really good against Atlanta week one, was dominating against the Niners in week two, and then Brandon Graham went down. So I get it. He doesn't blitz as much as everybody wants. It's not exciting. But the Eagles also scored five touchdowns on defense. So um, they were able to go the other way with it. So just – you know, like I, Jonathan Gannon, for the first time he was a coordinator. Based on that, that's pretty impressive. As for Jalen Hurts, all right. So as for Jalen, look, I mean, you want to see growth, and I talked about it a little bit earlier, growth in the pocket, good decision making. Um, 
you know, very few turnovers. There were too many turnovers in the playoff game in Tampa. Um, and you want to see the Eagles win. And you want to see him make big plays in the fourth quarter and, and, and just be – we already know he's a great leader. We already know he's dynamic. I think the Eagles ranked 25th in the league in, in passing last year. So that number's got to get better. So I think from a throwing standpoint, you want to just see, see more from Jalen Hurts. And as far as him being the quarterback moving forward, I think if you have that natural growth, I think that'll be enough. If he gets his, if he improves as much as he did from year one to year two, if he improves as much in year three, from year two to year three as he did from year one to year two, I think everybody will be really happy with Jalen Hurts. Because I only ask that because there is a, a growing debate out there uh, on Twitter and, and everywhere else, uh, radio stations, things of that nature. Uh, the biggest thing is we know the six, um, the Eagles, I'm talking six, <laughs> the Eagles made uh, the playoffs last year just being able to rush the ball. And the, the growing debate right now is they have to at least win uh, one playoff game or – that's uh, Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, or is he the guy? Rather, uh, they win or don't. And me personally, I'm more of the. It's about how they uh, go into the playoffs, and if and if they was to lose, how he played in that game. Because if you're telling me he's putting up 30 points, and then at the end of the end of the game, the defense just doesn't lose it, or the other team goes down and win the game, then I feel like that's like you said that that showed the growth, that showed the. Uh, uh, the game grew over the year uh, to trust them going forward. So I just wanted to get that from you as far as which side that you uh, lean when it came to do the do Jalen Hurst has to win a, a playoff game this year for them to trust them or or not? I'm not. I'm not. I, Aaron, I ain't touching that one, babe. Say, <laughs> 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 so, so, hey, listen. I'm the one that I throw them, them, them questions out there, but I understand. Yeah. I got you. I got you. So you can throw, and I'll take any question. But I, I, like I said, just show growth and and win. And there's no magic formula. It's not I, the, the team doesn't think that way. The team Absolutely. doesn't like sit there and go, "Hey, he's got to do this." This it's, it's what we did. Honestly, the, the focus really is on let's go win the Super Bowl this year. That's the goal. Absolutely, that's always the goal. It's not about it's not a referendum on on Jalen or on Miles Sanders or on you know anybody. It's just let's go win as a football team. I think that's that's what that's what everybody wants. No, oh, we have uh, before Ryan. We can't hear you. You're muted. Can you hear me now? Yeah. <clears throat> David, again, thanks for being on. Everybody's sort of stealing sure. my thunder here with all with all the topics <laughs> that I wanted to talk about, but. I mean, it's okay. I'm I'm enjoying the I'm enjoying the view. <laughs> <laughs> Offensively, I think we can all say that the Eagles are going to be solid. Um, you, would, you would think so. again, Ryan. Though things never work out exactly as you think they're going to work out. Who would have guessed last year that the Eagles would lead the NFL in rushing offense? Correct. Right, nobody. So, hey, but I agree. Summer. I agree. Though it looks like they should be good on offense. Last summer, before the season started, I said that the Eagles are one of the top rushing teams in the NFL if they stick to it. That would be their bread and butter. But that, with all that being said on the offensive side of the ball, I think I think I read somewhere where overall last year they were 19th, like overall. Where do you think defensively that they really need to improve upon for them to turn that quarter? Because I think – it's going to come down to them and the Dallas Cowboys for the division. 
Let's just yeah, take Washington and the Giants side of the equation. Where do yeah. you see on the defensive side of the ball that they're really going to have to turn that corner? Pressuring the quarterback, 31st in the league in quarterback sacks last year. They've got to turn up the heat. Uh, that will create more takeaways and 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 get the offense back on the field. So, I, And I think that that was really one of the focus, again, with Hassan Reddick getting Brandon Graham back. I know Kobe Dean has some off-the-edge skills. Kaiser White has a lot of speed. Um, Kyron Johnson has a lot of speed. Um, they'll mix up the scheme, I'm, I'm sure, up at the fronts a little bit. But, yeah, getting to the quarterback is essential. Look, they, they, what Jonathan tried to do defensively, they, they didn't give up big plays. It was painful at times, I get it, watching teams slowly work it down the field. But the Eagles didn't give up big plays. They were, I think, ninth in the league against the run. Um, but they didn't get to the quarterback. So that is the objective for the defense. You, you've got to be better in pass rush situations. And, you know, you've got to take the football away more. And um, so I think that's kind of been the focus of the defense in the offseason. And a follow-up to that, everybody keeps talking about Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. If he does not perform this year, because they already gave him last year, they already know what he can and can't do for the most part. If he underperforms this year, do they start moving away from Jalen and look for the quarterback of the future? I think it's it's it's. I mean, I'm going to go with the, what the Godfather said: is Carson Strong. <laughs> we already got him here. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think that way. I don't think that way. You 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 expect you expect success. You know, I mean, it, if, if things, I, I will give. Here's one thing I'll tell you: I give Nick Sirianni a lot of credit because I think last year at this time, pretty much nobody really believed in Nick, right? Like he had, he had the press conference. Everybody's like, "Well, this guy's not prepared for the job." All of a sudden, mm. the Eagles are two and five. They turn the season around. They they change the offensive scheme. Really impressive. So, it's it. You, you, we the team does not ever go in saying, "If this guy doesn't work, we're going to go do that." You leave that you 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 prepare for success. You give players every chance for success, and then if it doesn't happen, then you have plenty of time to spend the off season and strategize and look to upgrade positions. So everybody's going in with the idea that Carson's going to have – I mean, that uh, not Carson Strong, that, that Jalen Hurts is going to have a terrific season. And, and, and that, that guys like Carson and, and Sinet and, and uh, Gardner will all grow in the offense too. So, but, again, it's really – like, it's May. It's May what – is, it's, what is the end of May? So, I mean, I, they're just trying to figure out what players can do right now. Yeah. In the offense, in the defense, it's not so they're not looking like, hey, well, what's going to happen in 12 months from now? Where are we going to be? You know, I mean, the, the NFL is all about this moment because you don't even know your job security. You know, if the Eagles have a, you know, if the season goes sideways, who knows what's going to happen? And so you just you try to do everything you can right now to prepare for success. I mean, you talk about players. I'm sorry, just we all know in the defense. It's one glaring hole that's uh, that's still there that's talked about, and that's the safety position. We know we have Anthony Harris returning. Kayvon Wallace is still there, and they love Marcus Epps. Uh, what do you think the Eagles – what do you think the Eagles should do, or what do you think the approach they're going to take going into uh, next season as far as addressing that? Do you think they stay there with using those guys or acquiring someone uh, by a trade or whatever is a real uh, option? Yeah, so I mean, they, they have limited cap space at this point. Um, 
I think they really want to take a look at Marcus a lot. They like him a lot. Yeah. I think they want to see if Kayvon can can step up. Aaron Maven, if they, they want to see if he can play. Um, and But uh, look, we all know how he's going to keep his eyes open. And there's the possibility that somebody comes free out there that they can add. But for right now, you know, again, we're, we're in May still. So they're going to go with what they have and, and hope for the best. And yeah. But they also have a list of players that are available now on the streets. They have a list of players they think will become available when cuts are made. So they're, they're, you always prepare for certain things happening. And uh, But right now, I mean, they really do like Marcus Epps a lot. He played a bunch of snaps last year, I think mm-hmm. 40, 40% plus of the snaps. So, um, you know, you probably need three safeties like the Eagles used last year. Yeah. And and we'll find out if some of the young guys can step up. Kayvon Wallace, hey, it's time for him to step up. Fourth round draft pick. Absolutely. Third year. It's time for him. To, it's a kind of a make or break season for Kayvon. Right. So I wanted to, first of all, apologize to a lot of the folks out there because this is where sometimes it gets frustrating with YouTube and it gets frustrating with Facebook because when you play a song and no matter if you say if it's available on public domain, man, do they throw that quick video block on you. So for those who are not able to watch it tonight, you'll be able to catch a replay on BroadStreetSouth.com, which we own. So you guys will be able to watch the replay and make your comments then. But once again, this is why I say in the very beginning, and there's times where it drives me nuts because... I, as I look, it's telling me only I can see it. And I told everybody to kind of refresh their browsers. But if you can't see him, he's kind of hard to say it. But again, this is the life of Facebook because they have nothing else better to do. And this is why I try to go get away from it for that simple reason. Because it, it's amazing. They want you to pay a billion dollars for one minute of something. And it just drives me nuts. So for everyone else, you know, hopefully you'll be able to hear the You will be able to hear the entire audio download of the show uh, through broadstreetsouth.com but again you'll be able to watch a replay also on broadstreetsouth.com broadstreetsouth.com but uh i wanted to play the video since you know once again they they, they love to block me not surprising it's just the way it is but i want to play that one video Dave, that i was talking about earlier and that's why i start off with one more time because again it it throws us back to 2017 february 2018 when the super bowl was being played and it's something that that at least for us Philly fans, not as much as, as the Nefster because he's he's a KC fan, so don't hold it against him. But this is just that video that makes you want to have just one more. Silly question. Can everybody hear it? Yes. Okay. All right. Yep. yep. 
touchdown. To the end zone is caught. Touchdown, Hogan. Brady lost one for Gronkowski, reaching for it. Touchdown. They look unstoppable. Oh, wow. Everybody See, crying right now? Everybody yeah, crying. Everybody's crying. Yeah, Fuji, yes, it, it gets them every oh, single time. Oh, Ryan's crying for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but Dave, I want you to explain so, to everybody here that, uh, the way the feeling you've been with the Eagles for a long time. You've written tons of articles about the birds and, and been with them for the longest at this point. I want you to describe in your own words the feeling of finally saying that we are Super Bowl champions and what it meant for a city that's been dying to say it for so many years. Yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. The whole week was great in Minneapolis. It was, it's a ton, when you go to the Super Bowl, it is a ton of work. So I've been on the losing end of it um, back in 2005, the 2004 season. And you, you kind of go away and you're like, Jesus, it wasn't really, it wasn't very much fun. Um, and I was in the press box and uh, that last pass falls incomplete, and I was completely unprofessional jumping around. Um, <laughs> I, think I, I think I nailed a couple people with my elbows. I finished up a really lousy story that I read, wrote because I knew nobody would read it anyway. Everybody was out partying, and I ran down to the field and just, um, you know, like I didn't take my phone out. I didn't record anything. I just wanted to kind of just stand there and look at all the confetti. I scooped up a bunch of confetti to save it, uh, which I did. And then I went into the, you know hugging people, a lot of my teammates and so forth, and um, it just was amazing. It was just amazing. I kept waiting though for you know somehow the Patriots to get one more play. It was right. I just felt like the, 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 the 
referees were going to do that. And then I went into the locker room and somebody handed me the Lombardi trophy. And I had been dreaming of that moment my entire career. And I, for, and I momentarily forgot what to do with it. Like, how do I hold it? Hold it above my head? What do I, do? I was like, oh my gosh, the dream has always been, the dream has always been to hold, hug it like it's the most beautiful thing ever and right. kiss it and kiss it, which I did. I gave it a big, big kiss, big kiss. Not thinking that like 80 other people had done the exact same thing. <laughs> exactly. By the, time the, by the time the parade came, I was deathly sick. I was really, I was like so medicated for that for that parade because I had been so sick. But then we went to uh, just a, an, um, an unbelievable party, stayed up all night, um, had, you know, my kids were with me. Um, it was really amazing. And uh, what it meant was, you know, it meant, uh, I said it, like I, I have two children and I love them to death and more than anything, but that was the greatest day of my life because until until the Super Bowl parade, when I was the MC of the parade, it was the, and I and I say this winning the Super Bowl was in a in a kind of quasi joking way more impact like more emotional for me because I didn't have to wait 52 years to have kids and nice. um, it was much easier to have children so uh, it was it was everything and then uh, what it meant to the city was it really shows you how important uh, sports is from a civic standpoint how everybody's no matter where you are what you are in life whatever man, woman, child, it brings people together for a common cheering interest, rooting interest. And so that's what winning the Super Bowl was. And Philadelphia showed what a world-class sports city it is with the way it celebrated that Super Bowl, the way the city conducted itself. Um, those, those seeing videos like that, even though, what are we, five years later, four years right. later, four mm -hmm. and a half years later, it still brings tears to people's eyes. And yeah. Um, I remember standing up for the parade and, and making sure to mention that this wasn't just for the people who were watching the parade. It was for right. every single Eagles fan who's ever been. And many of we've all had, you know, moms and dads and uncles and aunts and people who are friends who are no longer with us, who all they wanted was an Eagles Super Bowl victory. So it was for all of us. It was for everyone. And, um, you know, it was truly, it was a truly remarkable sequence of many months. And then, you have to turn the page and get ready for the next season. So everything from that, the ring ceremony, you know, showing the ring to people, um, all just amazing. And I'm just glad to, to have to have lived it, experienced it, and um, I'll treasure those those moments forever. No, I I will say that the because it is Super Bowl 52. Yesterday I was able to get to that age number. So this Happy year. Birthday. Thank you. It'll be the commemorative year that I remember the Super Bowl be just because of the number itself, 52. So it, it now, hopefully everybody look forward to 52 as a much more meaningful thing. And, and on the flip side, in the irony was, before the Bucks went to the Super Bowl, of course, you know, you have all the pop and circumstance leading up to the Super Bowl, so all the festivities, and then going and taking a picture with a trophy. And I said to my lovely producers in the other room, the last time I took a picture with this trophy, before it was awarded to the winner, the year the draft was held in Philly, obviously in the same year, ended up winning the Super Bowl. I didn't post a picture because I wanted to wait to see if it actually happened that the Eagles would end up doing it. And then I posted the same day. End up posting the picture for the Bucks, and of course, they end up winning the Super Bowl that year, which, of course, now my 
co-host there loves to say that I'm the big Tom Brady fan, but you're down here <laughs> in Tampa, so you're, you're going to hear a lot of stuff when it comes to the Bucks. So that's the difference. But no, listen, it, it, it was. It was for a lot of people, and obviously especially for a lot of people who passed away. You know, I, I remember so many people just going to the grave sites and telling mom, dad, brothers, and everybody else that we finally did it. So it didn't mean a lot to this entire city. And so, you know, it's great. And thanks to YouTube once again tonight and Facebook. No one got to celebrate, but again, everybody be able to watch back. And thankfully, it's still playing on Twitter. So that's a great thing. Uh, but listen, Dave, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Again, we appreciate it. I know you're always constantly busy. Please keep doing that tremendous work that you do because I will tell you, I am one of your biggest fans because of the content thank you put you. out there. And I look forward to it every single week. Thank you guys so much. Um, and I really appreciate those kind words. Uh, you've been very nice to me. So, Obviously, anytime you want me to come on, just give me a shout, and if I can work it out, I'd be happy to jump on. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on. Appreciate job. it. My pleasure, guys. Have a great night. You, you too. Have a good holiday. All right, man. Happy holidays. Be safe. You too. Yes, so, <laughs> thanks to uh, thanks to well, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I gotta do it again. I gotta do it again. Why? Thanks to our guest. <laughs> thanks to our guest. Who ended up putting uh, Dave here with us tonight? And and I always thank the Godfather for doing amazing things. And 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 always, it, it's funny because so for everyone who listens to this audio download, I will say that every every member of the team attempts to do everything in every way. Ryan always tries to help out with uh, extending himself to try and get big name sponsors. Fuji does the same thing. Fuji ends up reaching out to a lot of people, and the word no is heard a lot more than the word yes. But it never stops us because you can't stop and we won't stop. It seems like an old dumb term, but it's the absolute truth. The growth that we've had is because we don't stop. And we are very fortunate now to have 18 states or 18 countries, excuse me, overseas to tune into us. Not only that, but again, in Brazil and Uruguay and 30 and now 31st state in the U.S. So we're only, what, some 29 or 19 or so to go, 19 states to go before we're basically heard in every state in America. So we, we can't do it without you guys. I can't do it without the team that I have here. And that's why I put Fuji up there on the spotlight because you know it, he works. He does. He works his butt off. And I'm forever grateful because he does a tremendous job. And Ryan does as well. I know, Ryan, there's times where he's got to escape away from us for a little bit to take care of things that, that we know of. But I'm same way. I'm grateful for Ryan. Ryan's been, you know, he's been a pillar with our, with the growth as well because he's tried in every which way and just like the rest of us he doesn't take the word no and if he does then he moves on to the next person and nick not being here obviously jen who just graduated nick uh, i did speak to him and he's done with school at least for the year so hopefully he'll be back on before his junior year starts at clemson but again thanks to everybody who does their part and even with aaron coming on because we you know we've had so much fun with aaron the last two times that he's become now part of the show here part of the stable <laughs> of the show and and so we know we appreciate you know and and the thing is to always collaborate with people because you never know who knows who and that's the biggest thing so thanks today for coming on thanks fuji we do appreciate it because again nice it, time words no problem Dude, it goes a long way it. and right i will say for the first time this evening your screen didn't go into a third dimension. That is amazing. <laughs> right, right. No aliens behind it? No, Trying none. Trying Thanks seat. for the kind words, Angel. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate everybody on here. We're just like, you know, even though we can't be with one another physically or whatnot, it's just one big happy family. And I know everybody will be there for me. I'll be there for Fuji and Angel and Aaron, whoever's involved with the show. Anybody knows that anybody needs anything, I'm always a good listener and whatnot. But, 
you know, I just appreciate everybody on here. No yeah, problem. I just I just thank guys for letting me be on. Like I said, I know this is an out of season uh <laughs> type of event, but I'm just glad you guys was you know allowing me on here just to join you guys and I just sit back and just be a fan for a second. I have to you know uh, uh break things down and stuff like that. So I just appreciate you guys just you know let me be a part of a moment like this for sure. Well, listen, that's what that's what it's about. It's about us just building and continue to build that growth. Because again, you no one knows. It's the most funniest thing is you can speak to to people at times, and you'll never know. You never know who runs into who, who knows who, and and that's the best part because you can always refer to somebody else. I know if I if I have something as far as basketball related, and next year we're planning to ramp up a lot more. So Aaron, hint hint. There'll be a lot more <laughs> as far as going on here. So just to let you know, way in advance before the season starts. Uh, but no, we haven't. The only reason why we haven't gotten to a lot of Sixers talk because by the time the NFL season rolls around and so many different things are happening, it's kind of tough. Yeah. And since we're involved with so many different things, it's hard to do is when it comes to the NBA. This year was probably the first time that I was able to keep up a little more as far as with the games than I've had in years past because of trying to put time in my schedule to make sure I, I get that stuff done. So no, listen, I, I and, and we'll talk because it, it, we know we, we plan to build the Sixers hype up at, as much as possible. Um, but to everyone else, thank you to our sponsors, Tampa Joe's Tampa Joe's.com. If you guys are looking for a serious place with a lot of fun people, great food and a great atmosphere, please visit Tampa Joe's.com. If not go down to 9316 Anderson road in Tampa, Florida hops coming to jump over from the airport and when the Eagles fans are in the house, it starts in about October, in August, actually, and runs through into December and now January with the extra games. So if you guys are in town, you're coming in from Philly, you're coming in from Australia, you're coming in from anywhere you come in, and you're visiting the Tampa area and you want to watch an Eagles game, please visit TampaJoes.com, home of the Philly of the South. So Mike Klein, I did see him jump in for a second. He ended up jumping off, but uh, I don't know exactly what happened. And again, I apologize to everyone. Unfortunately, the feed... Because it's just one of those things that drives you nuts with Facebook and YouTube because they really have nothing else better to do. But thank you, Facebook. I can't thank you enough for what you did tonight. I, I can't. But anyways, the replay will be up on BroadStreetSouth.com so you guys can view, replay it, and watch it. And we do appreciate it. Also to, good Lord, BrainFart, LGDirect.net. If you guys need payment solutions and or credit card terminals, please visit LGDirect.net. Larry Gilman, who the studio is named after. And also, if you need apparel, please visit lgdirect.net. Also, phillysportstrips.com. Vince Rizzuto and Bob are doing a fantastic job with phillysportstrips.com. Check out the entire away schedule for the Eagles. And yes, even if you live here in Tampa or you live in Arizona, wherever you may live and you want to travel with the birds, go to phillysportstrips.com. They would appreciate it. We would definitely appreciate it as a partnership uh, we would. And same way with BigSargeSports.com. He's getting ready to ramp up his podcast all over again. He will let me know exactly when he gets it started. But Big Sarge has been with us for uh, just about close to a year now at this point. And uh, this season, you'll be able to catch Eagles update with the Andy Kalu show on Sports Talk 790. So that'll be fun to do this year as well. So more things are coming. Can't reveal everything, but more things are coming as we continue to grow and we can't wait. So Thank you for everyone tuning in tonight. We do appreciate it. And as always, I leave the last words to the Godfather. Godfather. Go birds. Nothing else? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm off my game tonight. <laughs> um, I don't know. What am I? Are the Phillies not still playing their season? Ring the bell.
<laughs> and I say it very cautiously because right now that team's a damn dumpster fire. They're getting started on them. That's right. We'll see you for next week. And by the way, speaking of next week, Mickey Morinini will be with us and Fuji. June June 14th. Okay. The day got switched. As oh, all right. Talks with him for the last couple days. Okay. Actually, we'll next, actually next Thursday is Rochelle from uh, Brevet. Brevet from uh, Boyd and Green Nation with Brandon Lee Galen. Yeah. See? See? Aaron, every once in a while, I got to coach him through it. It's okay. Though. I, <laughs> he'll it, get it. One day it. he'll end up getting it. And, um, <laughs> you know, this is probably. Probably one of my worst episodes in 138. I'm off my game tonight. I mean, it happens. It's it's, it bad, happens. it's bad enough. This is probably like my biggest blunder asking about Carson Strong, which I felt like crawling under this very table. <laughs> and there's this I'll admit, I'll admit my faults. I mean, it, it was I was just <laughs> thrown off. Then ask me. Right, that's right. Hey, at least I he was. my he, hands off. He, he was asked, honest. You asked, the, you asked the tough questions, Fuji. It's all right. You did your job. You asked the tough questions. <laughs> no, check, exactly. what's in that, check what's in that thermal cup. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll have to check it for foreign me, substance. Believe me, if it was, it was uh, for, never mind. I'm not going to cut my nose off despite my face. <laughs> I already did that anyway. <laughs> Well, for everyone else who likes to listen, by the way, to the coaching sessions with Gia and Jesse, the show is being moved to Monday, which originally was going to be uh, shown off. So we started on Tuesday because we want to make sure that everyone tuned in. So now that will be shifted over to Mondays and we'll be back to our sports nights on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. And then, of course, when the NFL season kicks off back to Sundays and whatever days of the week, then the games will be in play because at this point they're trying to get it all seven days a week. But. With all that being said, thank you once again, everyone who tuned in tonight. Thank you for those who listen to the audio side of the house and the downloads. Thank you to Australia and China and Russia and New Zealand and Africa and everyone in between. We do appreciate it. And uh, that dad joke from Dave Spadaro is something else. So I guess I'll leave with that one. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when you're here listening to Broad Street South. So with that being said, <laughs> enjoy your night and we'll see you guys next week. Go back.